Welcome to Curse or Coincidence, where each week we dive into famous curses from sports, movies, and history to separate fact from fiction, mystery from history, and ask, is it a curse or is it just a coincidence? I'm Nathan, and I'm here with the Agent Mulder to my Agent Scully. Amy, how are you, my love? I'm good. Yeah. Thank you. How are you? That was quite the introduction. I wasn't actually prepared for that. Well, that's I was kind of hoping to get you, kind of set the scene, get you in the mood, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, right. So, um, for a lot of these curses that we'll be looking at over the coming weeks, months, hopefully years, a lot of them um, are like years, decades, or even centuries in the making. Yeah. This week, we're looking at a more recent curse, uh, and it's one that even if you don't know the curse itself, you'll definitely know the subject involved. Okay. Okay? So, um, tell me, what do you know about the Drake curse? Oh. Um, I know that, I actually don't know if I'm aware of a Drake curse. I am obviously familiar with Drake, um, initially from Degrassi, the next generation fame. Also Uh, has a weird cameo in the baby film clip by Justin Bieber. Yes. Don't know what that's about. I mean, he likes to hang around with young people. (laughs) That's that's maybe a speculative podcast. For legal reasons. (laughs) Alleged. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm not sure that I really know much about a curse. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sure that you'll enlighten me. Well, let me let me fill you in. What if I told you there was a strong belief that Drake was a curse on sports teams and players and by being at their game, taking a photo with them, <laughs> or even by simply wearing their colours <laughs> would condemn them to failure? I would say, tell me more. Well, it is what a lot of people believe. Uh, right. There is even a, 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 a Twitter a hashtag, um, hashtag Drake Curse. Uh, and today I'm going to tell you uh, all about it. Uh, and as always, Amy, you'll need to decide whether it's actually a curse or whether it's just a coincidence. I'm ready. I'm ready to fully believe that this is a thing <laughs> okay. with absolutely no bias going in. Great. So we're starting in 2015. Good year. Um, good year. With probably the most famous tennis, tennis player on the planet. Serena Williams. Yes. Okay. I am familiar. You are. So in 2015, Serena was on an absolute tear. Brit. Oh, yeah. I mean, icon. Icon. But like 2015 was a, a particularly good year for Serena. Yes. I would like to say that I know nothing about tennis. Yep. I'm going to guess that you don't know a lot of, much about a lot of the sports we're going to be talking about. I don't about. know much about sport in yeah. general. You don't need to for the for the purposes of this podcast. Well, that reassures me. But All you need to know about is the, the jinx. And if there's any technical sports stuff, I'll do my best to, to explain it to you. To mansplain to, to me. I'll, I'll try to mansplain it. Thanks. So Serena was on her way to taking all four Grand Slams that year. So she, Which are? The Australian Open, yep. which she won in January. The Go French off. Open, which she won in January. Which is a clay court. That's right. I know that. Yep. And Wimbledon, which is a... Grass court. court. She won that in July, and she only needed to win the last one, which is the US Open. Oh, go off. Yeah. So it was going to be an incredible and quite a rare accomplishment. Uh, But for her semi-final match, guess who was in attendance? No. Yep. Uh, In her semi-final match against unranked Roberta Vinci... Uh, Drake was in attendance, and the three-time defending champ and number one world number one shockingly lost. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And was it a was it a, like a convincing loss, or was it quite tight? I, I don't. I didn't look into the scores right. or anything, but it, but it, suffice to say, it was a shock. Right. This so she was like unranked, unranked, unknown, basically a nobody. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. Going and up against the absolute greatest female tennis player at the time, if not ever. Uh, and arguably the height of her powers as well. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, go off, sis. Yeah. We love an underdog. <laughs> but sorry, Serena. Yeah. So, look, I mean, at this time, it wasn't really a curse. It was just a thing that happened, right? Yeah. And I imagine not even, because at that stage, this is the first recorded occurrence of what I'm sure you're about to tell me. So yeah. no one even put two and two together. Yeah. At this point, it wasn't really a curse. It was more of just a... What a bummer. What a bummer. And, you know, also, as you said, we love an underdog story. We and love an underdog. all the time, right? Yeah. Like, Buster Douglas knocks out Mike Tyson. No one's ever heard of Buster Douglas. These things happen in sports, right? Those just, are all words. They are all words. <laughs> I don't That's know right. what they mean, but yep. yeah. Um, but Cinderella stories, you know, we love it. Yeah. Yeah. So the next victim of this supposed curse is a guy named Johnny Manziel. Have you ever heard of Johnny Manziel before? Not even once. I have because I'm a massive NFL fan. Yep. So uh, I was actually around uh, and, and watching the sport very actively uh, at, at this time. And I remember Johnny Manziel coming out of college and starting in the NFL. So he was the quarterback for a team called Texas A&M or the Aggies. <laughs> Dumb name. <laughs> they have weird names in the States for, uh, for, for, for things. Apologies to our American listeners yeah. if we have any. Uh, and he was uh, like a high-flying quarterback, right? He won the Heisman Trophy that year. Do you know what the Heisman Trophy is? Uh, it's the one with the guy like, I know that this is a, uh audio medium, but I'm like, he's got his hand out and he's like clutching, I presume, a football, maybe his chest. That's right. And where do you know the Heisman Trophy from? Oh, Little Giants. Oh, is it from, <laughs> I thought it was going to be from the OJ. No, from Little Giants. Right. I mean, yeah, the OJ, but come on, Little Giants. What was it like? Nineteen ninety-seven. Who's the? What's the guy's Rick name? Rhinus? No, like um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in it, but the um, uh, I was about to say Ted Bundy. Fuck. Yeah. Um, Al Bundy. Ed, Ed um, Ed O'Neill. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a. As well. He's a. He's a gum chewing Hasman <laughs> Trophy winner from a small town, right. and he just coaches the bad team. And then the underdog Little Giants. Sorry, I'm not going to go on a tear about Little Giants, but I feel very strongly about it. Please go on. As you said, we love an underdog. We love an underdog. (laughs) So um, he won the Heisman Trophy in his final year and was predicted to be like one of the top picks in in the draft that year. The same year, so this is 2014, Drake released a song titled Draft Day. Can I stop you there? Yeah. Are you going back in time now? Because 2015 was Serena. You're right. So but obviously, the, the, you know, this is so maybe I don't have the timeline. Oh no! But no, the draft was 2015. But but in 2014, okay. Drake released a song called Draft Day, and this is the first line of the song Draft Day. It goes, Draft Day, Johnny Manziel. Five years later, how am I the man still? So as I mentioned, uh, in that 2015 draft, the quarterback who was nicknamed Johnny Football. That is his nickname, is Johnny Football. So, so presumably he's quite good at the, the sport. Yeah. yeah, he's good at the sports ball. That's right. He was drafted by the Cleveland Browns with yep. the number 22 overall pick. Now we could probably dedicate a whole episode to the bad luck of the Cleveland Browns and just Cleveland sports in general. Mm-hmm. Um, a renowned tea or city for just sports misery. Isn't it just renowned for a city of misery in general? I mean... Again, apologies, but isn't it known for just being like just... It's it's a working class. Just the most average town on on God's green earth. Yeah, basically. It has a a great rock and roll culture, I think. I think the the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland. Is it? I think so. Because there's one thing that Cleveland's famous for. Well, remember the... the, um, the, uh, You might 
this I'm not showing my age here, but the, do you remember the song Cleveland Rocks? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, from Drew Carey from show. Drew Carey yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. There's yeah. been how many um, '90s sitcom references or '90s pop culture references have we made in well, the last five minutes? House, yeah. So you know that's that's fine. Um, so he was drafted uh, with the number twenty-two overall pick. And people had very high hopes for, for Johnny Football. They thought he was going to turn this franchise around, this yep. this historically beleaguered franchise. He was going So to, no pressure going into it no for him. No pressure going into it. Without going into all of the details, he stunk. Yeah, he, right. He was dreadful. Okay. Like, he was he was just bad. Where, where traditionally he had been very good. Yeah, well in in college he was a great uh, a great player. Is this his first like professional like what I don't know what the professional like so stepping up from college to the nfl that's right yes. this is his first time like his debut yeah in the nfl yep. so he had never previously played for another nfl team no, okay no. and the, the, the way it generally works is you come out of college you're drafted by a team in the in, in the draft uh and then you play for that team and then you either stay with that team you might get traded to another team sure Whatever. But my point is that he hadn't played at that elite level previously. No, this is his first time. However, college football in the states is massive, so it's not like he's going from like you know the Erskineville under sevens to or whatever sure. to like the first grade NRL. Yeah, that's this is true. like it's still at an elite level of of sport. It is, but there is a, a, a distinct difference between the way football is played in college versus how it's played. Okay, because this is all important for my deliberations well, to understand. We'll get into that stuff yeah. a little bit later. I'm just taking notes. I'm just trying to understand. And, and so anyway, um, high hopes for Johnny Football. Uh, he stunk uh, and he tanked. And um, he, after two seasons, he was released by the Cleveland Browns. And he went on to play in the CFL. Do you know what the CFL is? Country Football it's League. It's the Canadian Football League. <laughs> hey. Yeah, so big, big, big American football uh, country, Canada. Yeah. Known for their American football. Yeah, absolutely. Is it mounted? Uh, is it mounted? <laughs> I don't know. It's not mounted. But he also went on to uh, to suck in the CFL. And he also played for the AAF. And I don't even know what the AAF is. So yeah, that right. Kind of gives you an idea. The I'm Austrian top... Acrobatic Football Football League. League. Um, Dreadful. So on top of all of that, um, he's also dealt with all kinds of like substance abuse problems and stuff like that. As okay. Well, which, you know, could be potentially the reason why he sucked rather mm. than the Drake curse, but. Well, I'll be the, I'll be the judge of that. Exactly. Keep exactly. talking. So going back to Drake and talking about the Drake curse, um, the song draft day also mentions a guy called Andrew Wiggins, who was the number one overall NBA so basketball, right? Yep. Draft pick in twenty switching switching sports. Sport. Yep. Uh, he didn't live up, really live up to expectation either. I mean, okay. you've never heard the name Andrew Wiggins. I hadn't heard it until I was researching this episode. So. No, I only know one Wiggins. Who's that? Oh no, Wiggum Clancy <laughs> and Ralph and Ralph. Uh, all right. So now we're going forward to twenty sixteen. Yep. So in 2016, Drake showed his support for, again, talking about NBA, the NBA team, the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Californian team. Yep. Very, very good team. Have okay. won a bunch of championships over the years. In NBA, did you say? In NBA. Okay. Yep. yep. Basketball. In, in 2016, he publicly announced that he had placed a $60,000 bet on the team. Oof. He's also been a lifelong Golden State Warriors fan. Yeah. He even has tattoos representing the team and, and so we're talking hardcore fandom. Hardcore fandom right? 
Six to Schmackers. Thousand Schmackers. 60,000 Schmackers, that's right. And it seemed like a good bet because at the time, the Warriors were up three games to one mm-hmm. against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. Um, and, and it's a seven-game series. When you're talking about the NBA Finals, they play seven games. Yep. Um, and the whoever wins the most games in that seven-game series wins. Yep. So they're up 3-1. Seems like a good bet. Yeah. Seems like the Golden State Warriors is going to go on to confidently win. If you've got 60,000... I mean, 60,000 is nothing. ...to drop. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Why not on the Golden State Warriors? Yeah. Take a punt, son. Well, here's why you you don't. Okay. Especially if you're a a Golden State Warriors (laughs) Or especially if you're Drake. Or especially if you're Drake. The Warriors ended up blowing the lead and then losing the series. Mad. Yeah, so... Exactly what we wanted when we've got a $60,000 bet riding on it. Yeah. Yeah. So the curse strikes again. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Drake. Yeah. So the next victim, <laughs> not to be dramatic, was probably the most famous MMA fighter of all time. So if you think most famous MMA fighter of all time, you know nothing about MMA. Who am I talking? The about? Irish guy. The Irish guy, Conor McGregor. Conor. I was going to say Conor O'Brien, Conor but I think O'Brien. I'm thinking of Conan O'Brien. Conor O'Brien. Is there any relation between those two? No, there's not. Excellent. Except they both have the first name of Conor. No, Conan. Conan. <laughs> So not no, even I'm that. Confused. So no, there's no, so there's nothing. <laughs> Literally to nothing to link them. Okay, no, as long as Conan O'Brien is safe from the Drake curse, we love a bit of Conan O'Brien. Oh yeah, big fan. Yeah. Um. So, in 2018, Drake posted a photo of himself with Conor on, mm. on his Twitter account, uh, and in this photo, uh, Drake is wrapped in the Irish flag. Ooh. Conor was absolutely decimated by his opponent, the Dagestani fighter known as Khabib. The Magomedov. Okay. Yeah. Dagestani. Dagestani. Where? Russia. Okay. Yep. Um, now, Khabib, I'm a bit of a, a MMA tragic. Love, love me a bit of the punch kick. Uh, and Khabib's an absolute savage. There are mm-hmm. videos online, and you can find them, and, and they're not hard to find. There are videos of him online when he was a kid wrestling bears. <laughs> Like, legitimately wrestling bears. So, Hang on, is that like a Putin, like, Photoshop riding a bear situation or no, a genuine bear fight? He's an eight-year-old kid wrestling a baby bear. Okay, yeah. so he was always destined for great things. Yeah, that's right, that's right. Um, so he was he was destroyed by this guy. Well, um, yeah, lost, okay. Lost by submission, I think, in the second or third round. Uh, after the fight, Connor's trainer, John Kavanagh, so the guy who, who runs the gym that, that Connor trains at, was on, looking for someone to blame, I imagine. I'm sure. Posted to his Twitter, if Drake ever tries to visit my gym, he's getting roundhoused. Get out of the Irish flag <laughs> and fuck off, Drake. So I think at this, at, at this point, people are sort of starting to connect the dots, right? As people do, yes. Yeah, that's right. And, and I'm sure that, you know, a, a tweet like that only only serves to, like, stoke the flames of, of this curse thing. Yeah. So next up was the entire college football team known as the Alabama Crimson Tide. I was hoping you were going to say the Alabama Slammers. The Alabama Slammers? Because that would have been a way better name. (laughs) That might be the name of their women's roller derby team, the Alabama Slammers. I'd go for the Alabama Slammers for sure. Absolutely. So in 2019, the Crimson Tide looked absolutely unstoppable and it seemed a given that their head coach, Nick Saban, was going to lead his team to another national champion. What sport? This is college football. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, we're just yeah. – I'm jumping around the world of sport. It's not something I'm overly familiar with, so just trying to keep track of all the different sports that Drake has single-handedly ruined. Yep. 
Yeah, cool. Uh, so, was looking like nothing was going to stop them during the playoffs. Mm. Enter Drake. <laughs> to fuck shit up. Who made a video, this is interesting, made a video supporting Alabama whilst he was wearing a Crimson Tide sweatshirt. So he's wearing the sweatshirt, he made a video supporting them. Yep. Uh, they lost to a team called Clemson, the Clemson Tigers, who are their bitter rivals. Okay. There's actually a really great uh, ESPN documentary called uh, War Tide Roll, Roll Tide War Eagles, and it's about the rivalry between the two teams. Okay. Um, very interesting, very passionate, bordering on something. Oh, yeah, there's like a lot of intensity around that college football scene, Absolutely. to call it that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, something we don't really understand in Australia, because we, I, we're not going to watch the University of Sydney rugby union team. No, <laughs> no. And I can confidently say I never will. <laughs> so, obviously, Drake, again, was, was blamed for, for this. Uh, so 2019 was a big year for the Drake curse. That's, that's all I'm going to say. Uh, so later on in 2019, uh, an English boxer named Anthony Joshua. Have you ever heard of Anthony Joshua before? No. Okay. So very, very good boxer, heavyweight champion. He vowed to break the Drake curse. <laughs> he took to Twitter with a photo of himself with Drake with the caption, about to break the curse. He is just taunting. Yeah. He's just begging, begging the Drake curse to rain down on him. The only way that could have been worse is if in the photo they were under a ladder and he was breaking a mirror with his boxing gloves. Yeah, right. Um, So you'll never guess what happened next. Oh, I'm going to go out a massive limb and assume that he lost. He was knocked out in the seventh round. (laughs) Yeah, in a spectacular way. And it cost Anthony Joshua all three of his heavyweight title belts. So nothing major. Nothing major. No, no. Just, just everything that he Just everything that yeah. he'd ever accumulated in his career. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just okay. by technique. And Drake. I need to... I would love to see Drake leaving these events. Like, I imagine there's a lot of sneaking. There are videos online of, like, like his reactions when, like, he's actually, like, at these games and, and like, people post photos and videos of his reactions when these things happen. And, yeah, there's, there's a lot of disappointment. And Get out. <laughs> Um, so we know that Drake is from Canada. Yes. Right? Um, do you know where in Canada he's from? No. He's from Toronto. Oh yeah. It's T-Dot. Oh, da, oh. Okay. I have Canadian friends. That's what they say. Ah, right. Toronto, Ontario. Ah, I see. Okay. So he's a big Toronto sports fan. Yep. Uh. Hang on. He, you know what the issue is? Drake is just Fairweather fanning his way around the continent. And cursing. And cursing everyone. It's like you can't be a fan of the Toronto team and Alabama. They literally are so far removed from each other. Like, what is your allegiance apart from just going in and fucking up these teams? I I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, We demand answers, Drake. But, you know, as he is from Toronto, he's a massive fan of the Toronto Maple Leafs, which is a hockey team. team. That's right, yeah. Uh, and he was at Game 4 of their 2019 Stanley Cup playoff. So the Stanley Cup is the big trophy that they... Yeah, drink out of. That's the one, yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, so um, he was at the the opening series against a team called the Boston Bruins. Yep. Uh, the, the Maple Leafs lost that game 6-4. to four, um, And Toronto fans not only blamed Drake... But As they, you would. They also begged him to stop showing up and to stop wearing his jersey. <laughs> and Serena Williams is like, 
Yes! <laughs> uh, the Leafs eventually went on to lose that series, but that's not what happened. No, well, that's a given if Drake was there. So the curse strikes again. Uh, however, it seems like the curse was finally broken by a team called the Toronto Raptors, which is an NBA team. They're, the, they're one of, I think, the, maybe the only team in Canada that plays in the NBA. Yep. Uh, and they won the NBA championship, and they were, I know that they were at least the first Canadian team to ever do it. Uh, and they won despite Drake being courtside for all of the finals games. So, so even though he's a Golden State Warriors fan, yeah, he's also a Toronto and an Alabama Slammers fan, <laughs> and a Maple Leafs fan. Yeah, and uh, who else did he? Who else did he go to? I don't know. What I left out of this because it was just going down a, a massive rabbit hole was apparently he went on a, a, a tour of Europe. Mm. And during this tour... Oh, wait, let me guess. The Rome Warriors uh, and the Munich Munchers. He he was taking photos with all of these players from all of these different, um, like, soccer... Shut up. um, ...players. And each one of them... Tell me they lost. ...during the next game, they would lose. Get wrecked. I'd have to go back and and look at all of that. And, And I'll try and post more details in the show notes so that people can go and do their own research. <laughs> Always do your own research, that's, that's guys. Right. Yeah. But suffice to say that it seems like the curse was finally broken by the Toronto, Rap- uh, Toronto Raptors. So. How? So what did they win? They, they won the NBA championship. Oh, yes, you did say that. Thus Sorry. lifting the curse. Okay. And, th- and that seems to be the end of it. Okay. And Drake can finally go and support his 28 teams that he follows very closely. Yeah, with all of the, the freedom and the security of knowing that he isn't a jinx on his favourite favorite fair weather teams. I mean, the evidence. The evidence, the evidence is overwhelming. So, I mean, and that's that kind of leads us into the next part. Mm. So, usually what we do at this point is I try to give you... I try to poke holes in the story, right? I try to give you evidence to, um, to help you decide whether it is a curse or whether it's a coup. Before we do that, mm. are there any theories around the origins of this curse? No, there isn't like a, you know, Drake stepped on a maple leaf no, while wearing a Alabama Slammer shirt. Whilst burning a four-leaf clover. There's nothing like that. Okay. Usually there's some sort of catalyst for the, yeah. for the curse. That's not the case in this one. It's just it's Drake being a Just Drake. Um, Sorry, am I allowed to say that? No, the C word? No. <laughs> it's just Drake being a... Bad juju. A bad juju, that's right, yeah. So, honestly, I really couldn't find much to poke holes in this story. The The only thing I could possibly retort is, as I mentioned, the Johnny Manziel one, he really just didn't transition well from the college game to, yeah. to the game of NFL. And as I mentioned, he had other life issues going on that probably impacted yeah. his performance. On the and team. a lot of pressure, you know, if he's a, he's a young gun in the college football scene and then... I imagine there's... You are the hope of yeah, this whole city. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, it's, ju- it's just the the hope and the optimism of an entire city. Like, don't worry too much about it. Well, fast forward six years later and Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns are still in the same situation. Yeah. So he was not the prince who was promised. No, definitely not. Um, the only other one I would say there's kind of evidence to, to support it not being a curse is the one with Conor McGregor. And the reason for that is that the way Khabib fights as a wrestler, um, Connor is more of a striker, so a puncher kicker. Yep. Um, and so the type of style that Connor uses, um, like basically Khabib is kryptonite for Connor's style of, of fighting. Uh, and he was, Khabib was the odds on favorite to win that fight anyway. Okay. So 
the rest you're just gonna have to go with the the evidence yeah. as it stands. So, Amy, over to you on your conclusion. Is this mm. a curse or is it just a coincidence? Yes. Well, when I when I think about these curse or coincidence, I look at what they all have in common and what differentiates them and where the patterns are. So I do I mean the Serena Williams one, that's that's wild to me. Yeah. You know, for Serena Williams to be unseated by an unknown has the statistics the the literal mathematical odds on that have got to be astronomical. Yeah. Because I think you could probably say there's probably some conjecture around you just pointed out Conor McGregor was not the odds on favorite. You know, he was fighting a guy that literally fought bears. Um, So that, that, that could have gone either way. Right. But Serena, that's, that's pretty, that's pretty within, with all the other pieces of evidence and all the other things and the obscurity of these teams and the frequency that it occurs it makes a very good argument for a curse based on the fact that overwhelmingly these were successful teams or there were predictions or projections around their success Mm. based on their performance either as teams or individuals uh and just you know everything we know about them or everything you've said i and and the fact that Drake was linked to every single one of those different sports, different people, different. He's the common denominator. I'm gonna call this one a curse. You think it's a curse? I think this one's a curse. You know what? I I'm I'm supposed to be the skeptic on this on on this podcast. I have to agree with you. I think it's a curse. Yeah. I think Drake is cursed. Drake is cursed. Drake is cursed. And I mean, anyone who's listened to his music before would probably agree. <laughs> Just generally speaking, it's a curse. Uh, I. I think that Drake is far more successful than he has any right to be. Um, so maybe that maybe that's the origin of the curse. So he's like made some kind of deal, like deal with the with devil, the devil. Yeah. for his success based on his limited talent, let's be real, uh, and the riding on the coattails of others and his, you know, very limited, um, in my view, ability to do or produce anything of, you know, relevance. I'm going to say that he's, it's a curse. It's like a monkey paw. Yeah. It's like the, 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 the wish that comes with it. It's yeah. Curse. Yeah. It's like in order for me to be successful, everything, I, everything I touch has to turn to shit. Well, there you have it. Ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, the Drake curse. Drake is cursed. Drake is cursed. Conclusion. Did you enjoy this one? Yeah. Yeah, it was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Yeah, I, I, I love to know though, I love a theory about why the curse exists. So I'd love to know or understand more about what has brought this curse on. Yeah. Nothing, nothing I could find. Sure. But I'm just saying I, that is always intrigues me. Well, often when we're looking at these curses, it's, it's something that's, you know, centuries or decades old. So there's. And some superstition and, and folklore kind of comes into it. Maybe in a hundred years, people will be <laughs> discovering that Drake's tweets and, and there'll be some sort of folklore around the, the, the curse of the, the Draken one. 
I feel like if humankind is being assessed and, you know, studied and anthropologists looking at Drake tweets, something's gone seriously wrong. wrong. (laughs) We are living in the darkest timeline at that point. Something's gone horribly, horribly wrong. And and, and on that note, we're going to end today's podcast. So thank you. No problem. Thank you. Um, You can find us on Instagram now, I believe. Yep. Do you want to tell us the details of that? Yes. So the handle is at that cursed pod or one word obviously because it's an instagram handle uh and i will upload uh when we post or upload episodes with maybe a little bit of audio haven't quite figured it out yet but well you can go there for stuff yeah there'll be stuff yeah it's a work in progress so to see more stuff go to that cursed pod uh and until next week stay cursed stay cursed